0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Frequency Podcast. I'm your host, Frankie J. Lopez. Hope you're all doing well. Before we get into it, please follow the podcast page, allow for notifications, rate the podcast... Also follow me on social media at Frequency Studios underscore on Instagram and at Frequency Studios on TikTok. Consistent content, including a few album reviews that don't make the podcast. Apologies for missing my review this past Friday. I was over in North Carolina at Dreamville Fest. Check out my social media so you can see coverage of the fantastic two-day festival that ended with Drake and J. Cole. And for today's review, we got a fantastic one. 100 Gex, 10,000 Gex. Experimental hyperpop duo out of St. Louis, Missouri, consisting of Dylan Brady and Laura Less. Known for their abilities seamlessly playing. Blend genres while maintaining their own chaotic sound. Their 2019 debut album 1000 Gex was well received by critics and fans alike and now they return with their follow-up 10,000 Gex, a project where, dare I say it, the duo found ways to break even more new ground. Sitting at 10 tracks in a tight 27 minutes there isn't much room for error on this project and thankfully there aren't really any low points. From front to back, we get some of the most interesting and creative stuff we've ever heard in the hyperpop space. Every track has its own moment, fit with its own sound, vibe, and even narrative. The intro, Dumbest Girl Alive, attacks you with this metal-influenced guitar, mixed with Gex's hyperpop production, which includes these off-kilter synths and sharp drum hits. A straight-up headbanger of Laura delivering some outlandish lyrics that are often entertaining, contradictory, eccentric, and creative. Bars like, And I'm picking up the pace, I'm so happy I could die, put emojis on my grave, I'm the dumbest girl alive. One track in, and already my head hurts from the intensity. The high-pitched, seemingly sped-up hook on 757 delivered by Dylan just gets stuck in your head all day. 757 yeah I'll never go to heaven I've been smoking since 11 told the devil he's a lemon. The chaos in the instrumental is of course engaging but a ton of credit to the vocals that weave in and out of different styles including the mixed down approach on the verses. The track comes across almost like a cautionary tale, a mix of telling the listener about how high they get but also seemingly concerned for themselves. With bars like I got problems with my spending, all these horses in my engine, doing 80 into 30, but I'm never in a hurry. Staying up until the morning, wish that I was more discerning. So many examples of them feeling like they're disappointed in themselves in a way. The next track, Hollywood Baby, is one of my favorite moments on this project. The track has this subtle blend of garage rock and west coast surfer rock with these guitar riffs that give me sort of a weezer vibe. And what a damn chorus. It hits so hard. The struggles of trying to make it in Hollywood or just make it in general also speaks to that life not being all that is cracked up to be when you get there touches on the unsteady income, this perpetuated narrative that if you don't make it it's due to your laziness and not the cruel nature of the industry itself, the desire to party to escape these troubles... And if you're already this deep into the album and unsure if you're vibing with this off-the-wall sound, then you likely won't get any comfort with these next few tracks that are astronomically unconventional. Because honestly, what is the track Frog on the Floor? Because on the surface, it's about a frog at a party. The frog is seemingly the life of the party until he acts like a frog, then people need to give him his space. Maybe it's a metaphor for people not liking you for who you are. Maybe the frog is acting out of character. Or maybe it's just a story about a frog. Nonetheless, can't deny the writing does keep you hooked into the story laura's painting and the personality in the vocals are compelling this bright piano on a ska-like instrumental these ribbit and frog noises add to the playful nature of the track and if this track left you wondering what it'd be like for this group to go full ska don't you worry cuz they do it later on on i got my tooth removed in the most atypical way one could imagine starts with this pop punk vocal delivery over this slacker rock instrumental complete with these gorgeous background vocals before going full out ska on here a story of when laura got dental work it's good it's fun the writing and story is entertaining over dramatic at times but clearly in a tongue in cheek way with bars like my cheek swelled up twice its size and I started attracting flies I woke up and was down horrendous I think I need to see a dentist I get down on both my knees praying to a fucking god I'll never be I might grab the pliers and just rip it out myself Doritos and Fritos adds to the ridiculousness of this album the hook has this like dance punk rock cadence to it makes you want to rage and dance at the same time also feels like an MF Doom reference to the track accordion. And an example of the group not taking itself too seriously while also keeping the energy up in the verses and the effort in the instrumental. Billy Knows Jamie has some heavy alternative rap metal influence. A bit of a Rage Against the Machine vibe to it. Love the creepy, enticing low guitar against the more aggressive points of the instrumental and the turntable scratches. That whisper flow Laura delivers forces your attention. The bridge is phenomenal, screaming with these crashing drums. The track The Most Wanted Person in the United States is an exaggerated hyperbolic anthem for rebellion. These wacky sounds like they're out of a cartoon, with the inclusion of some cool samples from Cypress Hills's Insane in the Membrane and Scary Movie One. And every track thus far in the album has something unique and special that makes it stand out. And every song on this album kind of needs that because there's so much going on that if 100 Gecks took their foot off the gas for even a second, the song would just be lost in this track list. And unfortunately, that moment does come right at the end with the closer Me Me Me, one of the more traditional hyperpop songs and the least adventurous track on here. Not bad by any means, but doesn't have any of that experimental genre blending. It's a bit of a letdown as a closer. But that doesn't take away from this incredible project 100gex gave us on their sophomore effort. This group not only played with a collection of sounds from metal to punk to ska to electronic, but the erratic vocals and the absurd songwriting make this thing impossible to turn off. This one's a 9 for me. So those are my thoughts. Do you agree? Do you think I'm crazy? DM me on social media and let me know. Also let me know what you'd like me to review next. Until next time, I will see y'all later.